Hello, buddies. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Hailmere. Uh, I'm George, GM, joined by Jen and Eric. Um, before we do our usual recap, updating you guys, etc. Um, quick announcements, uh, in case it was forgotten or if it's your first time here, whatever. Um, Hailmere, what we're running right now, um, the mini-series that's also on uh, the channel. You'd have to scroll way down. That's where we started Pathfinder. Uh, and everything before, you know, uh, it's not really talked about. So I don't mind addressing it. Uh, before we became Tabletop Buddies, we ran some Wild Mount in D&D 5e. We ran some Ravnica in D&D 5e. I homebrewed a Modern World, also D&D 5e. These two have been through the ringer. They've been dragged around through all of these different campaigns. So much mud. Two, three different DMs slash GMs, what have you. No, it wasn't until we switched to Pathfinder where we finally became steady again. And obviously we have been um, since, what, January? We're already in June. So this is another half year mm -hmm. under the belt for these characters. Yeah. Uh, obviously this being what we call the daytime sessions, realizing how close Jen's due date is. Eric has a vacation coming up shortly. First one in years. <laughs> it's with, uh, man, I need some synonyms right now or something. Uh, not cinnamon, <laughs> synonyms. Uh, it's with honor. Um, a bittersweet sadness. Uh, that I tell you guys, this is our semi-finale. This will be the second to last time you guys hear me GMing for Felix and Mercy. The second to last time you see Felix and Mercy. Maybe further down the line we'll do a one-shot or something. It's just with, like I said, the vacation, the due date, all of that. And a move. Yeah, next week will be our first channel epilogue. Mercy and Felix will retire and ride off into the sunset. So, you know, of course we have this session today, the finale next week. And after that, prepare for this to essentially become a Darklands and Fallout channel for a little while. Uh, Eric's vacation and mine and Jen's daughter being born all around the same time. Uh, in case you didn't know, the month of July we will be taking off. And probably also the last week of th this month <laughs> because of where the calendar lies. Uh, July 1st, unfortunately, is actually a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just looked at it. Um, but... We have a backlog of Darkland sessions for you. Sometimes we post them every other week, so we gained a couple here and there. Uh, other times we run like four to like five hour long sessions that we just cut them in half. So, you know, it's not... I, I know how much of a pain in the butt it is to sit there and listen or watch a YouTube video of a tabletop thing that goes for like three hours plus. You know, so that's why we split them in half, and also to ensure that you guys do have content for July. 
Uh, although we won't be running stuff, you'll have those episodes to listen to. We have around uh, 10, 11 or so in that backlog. Probably seven or so will be posted. Leave that alone. Uh, so we will still we will still have a few sessions. We'll still be a few sessions ahead of you guys uh, for holidays coming up, birthdays, people getting sick, etc. Next week we are not running Darklands. We're actually doing Goblin Quest. We still have the 100K celebration because right now we're sitting at like 98.6. Instead of just doing some sort of special session or one-shot or something, we decided to branch out. Uh, we've had a couple polls here and there to get your guys' thoughts on games, and we settled on Goblin Quest. So next Saturday, we will be running that, and as soon as we did, we hit 100k, we'll post that episode for you guys. With all that out of the way, the Fallout aspect is because in August, we are looking at hopefully, ideally, playing the Fallout... TTRPG in place of these Pathfinder daytime sessions. Now, we can still give you guys Pathfinder episodes, Pathfinder content via Darklands. So, Eric and I, maybe Ryan, will be throwing in a couple episodes. Uh, we'll be checking out the game, learning some rules, creating rough drafts of characters. You know, I know it's like a 2D6, no, 2D20 system with 3d6 or 4d6 thrown in so like all your d8s d10s d12s completely not needed for that and then there are specific dice when you're dealing damage to like hit limbs and stuff on people yeah so we'll be checking out like as much of the game as we can before we actually start running it so we know what we're doing yeah so that will be the new rebranded genie show it will be coming back. We'll still have a side talk show type aspect to the channel because I know we haven't posted G and E in a long time, but it's because Eric and I have been working on this, renaming yeah. <laughs> it, figuring out what we're gonna do with it. So expect some shorter episodes where we focus on a specific topic. You know, we can really go in depth instead of having to cover an entire race like we have in half an hour before. Yeah, you know, it's really like racing against the clock of i need this specific information and mm -hmm. yeah yeah where all that will be put away where we can like focus on endurance we can have one episode all about the endurance stat and then you know maybe that can be the first handful of episodes is going through the special and fallout you know strength perception all that so yeah <laughs> all of those dark lands <laughs> all of those dark lands and all of those fallouts will be posted in July, in place of this, so even though we won't be here, you'll still have episodes. We won't actually be playing Fallout. Like I said, ideally, we're looking at August. Everyone yeah. good? Everything makes sense? Okay. I know mm -hmm. we had to go on for a little bit there, but because of the current happenings, <laughs> it, it, it feels wrong to keep you guys in the dark. You know, a lot of you have been around... Since before Felix, we had a handful of sessions with Mercy right. and Keros, for those of you that remember Keros. I think mm -hmm. Zeke might have even existed before Felix, maybe. A session or two, I think. Yeah. 
that some of you have been on this ride with us for a long time. The old car boy is hanging it up. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Let's kick off our semifinale, shall we? <clears throat> After defeating Guzman and deciding to look into Darkwater Cove. Not pulling any punches here. It's a semifinale, boys and girls. Bringing Scratch along with you and hearing about the Think and Thom, you began your research in this ramshackle, very sad sort of library information center type mix. You did learn a handful of information about Darkwater Cove until a old foe interrupted Aaron Tidebringer making his presence known once again after some rather intense role play. Whew, some interest in Killian and a newfound relationship that he has with Zura. Threats, shouting, a rush of emotions. Uh, Killian flew the shards of Zura far away and trapping himself along with her inside. You learned that the cove is indeed under, under Andor Thom. Uh, sunken ships, dead sailors, the works, and thanks to a Felix skill check, we have a rough idea of radius, uh, a radius of where it is roughly, which just so happens to be near the broken fifth finger, a couple of surrounding ships, but there's a lot of you know empty ports, which is what stood out to Felix the most. You know, kind of the whole northern area is packed. The southern area is pretty full. It's kind of this almost one-third point, that southern area, where you're like, why aren't there as many ships around here? And that's where we pick up. So, Felix, Mercy, who would like to kick us off? What would we like to do? What time of day is it? Uh, we're getting pretty close to night. We're looking at like probably 5, 6 p.m. I so. Um. Hold on, I wrote down what I wanted to do because I keep forgetting everything. I don't have the right notebook, so she... <laughs> <laughs> right, so... Well, if, if, if you want to make like a perception check or something, you know, you, you can still do that. Sure. So... We kind of figured out that the hauntings that everyone's kind of hearing is related with the cave. Mm -hmm. So at night, we should wait till night until we can hear it and then maybe identify where it is underground. Yeah. Because um, we both know that... <laughs> that um, <laughs> Four fingers docked like a dumbass and went to the area that everyone's yep. trying to ignore. Well, and that was that via be nice. Guzman because he led him there yeah. purposefully. And I believe Pterodactyl Felix also splintered the shit out of the fifth finger. So it's maybe. Just, you know, that, that, that's why I said the destroyed fifth finger. You know, you can just kind of see the ramshackle wood and whatnot. How, how about since you got us here, Felix makes the perception check to start us out. Yeah, nope. Can you grab that for me? I can't. Oh, hold on. 
Not that. Oh, I thought it's... you wanted this dice. Perception, you said? Yep. <coughs> Thank you. Thirty-one. Thirty. What a way to fucking start. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. You, know, you, you guys are just kind of surveying the area, you know, just kind of making a couple laps, trying to see if anything is sticking out. Um, of course, there are a few people that can't help but just kind of at the splintered fifth finger. Because <laughs> it's like, wasn't that just fine a few hours ago? I look over at him yep. and go, what? <laughs> um, yeah, a couple people literally thank you for... For doing what you did. Kaka. Um, Kaka. And amongst all this, uh, there are uh, two ships near the fifth finger that uh, stand out the most to you. With a 31, it's pretty hard to kind of breezist pull anything away from you. So, uh, first of all, what looks to be like a smaller uh, dwarven merchant ship. Because you can see a few dwarven figures, you know, just walking around above deck. A couple of them are, like, sitting at tables, drinking. Uh, mostly ale. Uh, you do see some, like, pickaxes, a couple crates of iron, you know, some splintered stone. But just, like, tons of barrels, kegs, uh, tankards that are overflowing. And it, it, it was, like I said, you can see a few figures, you know, above deck chatting with each other and whatnot. Um, next to it, the other ship that stands out, this is more of a traditional pirate-looking one with multiple sails. Um, very darkly painted, very well-maintained, no one above deck. It's just, it's quite a bit larger, and uh, anchor drop. This is what he sees, right? Well, I would say he's conveying the information to you as he's seeing it. Mm. But that's up to you, Felix. I am. Mercy? I was just going to suggest maybe we should rest until... Because it shouldn't be that much longer. I also need some hit points. Well, you can just make medicine checks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, maybe we should just rest just to have, like, just to skip this time and... Well, the, I do have to admit that's a bit video gamey. Because it's only, yeah. like, 6 p.m. Oh, it's 6. Yeah, Never Mercy mind. wouldn't really feel the need to bed down for the night yeah, this no, early. I'm just going to heal myself. I'm yeah, yeah, so just, uh, you just make me a medicine check. Because I always have the little table here because it's different in Pathfinder than what we're used to. What's your medicine check? 19. 19? 19 total, that's it? Yeah. Ooh, okay. I'm going to look at Mercy uh, and go. That's still 24. Okay. You take care of yourself. Stand guard here. Mm -hmm. As I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you said I, 24. 24. I pop invisibility, but sure. as I'm popping invisibility, mm -hmm. I go back to pterodactyl form and... You won't be able to do both. But both are sustained spells. You can't be an invisible pterodactyl, unfortunately. <laughs> 
And I'm just going to be a pterodactyl. Okay. And I'm going to torment some dwarves. Okay. Um, go ahead and by torment, what in specific would you like to do? And just keep flying real low to the ship. Like causing it to drop. Okay. Um, you do pretty quickly notice via pterodactyl because you are flying above. Um, with the splintered iron and various other mechanisms that they have, firearms are quickly drawn because there's a pterodactyl. <laughs> so, I will need your pterodactyl armor class because this is kind of a hostile thing to do. Well, if you don't, we can just use uh, what's on your sheet instead. You don't have anything on that sheet. Well, no, I mean, uh, like your armor oh, class. Yeah. 26. Uh, 26. So, yeah, uh, double 28s will definitely hit. So we will take these. So, yeah. That is uh, 21 points <laughs> of damage as fully uh, two of these dwarves immediately stand, grab their firearms, which are like these old school like blunderbuss types, and just begin firing and your wings are getting shot at. People begin looking and seeing a pterodactyl. You see people like pulling out crossbows, archers, because there's a literal pterodactyl flying around. Since Felix hasn't shit in a while, I'm gonna drop one hell of a shit on him. <laughs> okay. We'll basically use that as an action. Do keep in mind, because you haven't dropped form, they're probably just gonna take another round of attacks. Oh, I'm doing that, and I'm gonna fly to land and drop okay. form. Okay. So, we'll say you... Drop a pretty big deuce right where you dropped the fifth finger. And as you glide down, you stay about 15 feet away. Two or three dwarves come rushing to like the edge of the ship, still pointing, and then you return back to Felix. What would you like to say? Thanks, guys. I needed that adrenaline. We're drinking here! What? What is your problem? I had to shit and I was constipated and I knew adrenaline would help. Well, I'm glad you feel better. Yeah. Now... I will join you in drinking. Certainly. Please, please. And you? Um, I won't drink, but I will join you guys. Oh, crap. I forgot what I was going to I'm using my healing potions to try to heal both. Yeah. Uh, you, you see there are still a couple people on edge. You know, kind of side-eyeballing. Felix, not exactly trusting, but uh, the game plank is pretty quickly dropped. You know, you're welcome, Ben. You know, a couple more dwarves from below deck because all the noise woken up. They're bringing up chairs. So what brings you to Andorthon? Looking for an idiot named Four Fingers. His ship was the splinter. Yeah, what, what would you want with him? In a past... He's a babbling fool. He's not he wrong. Um, in another world, he was a student of mine, so, um... He is quite small, quite young, yes. That's believable. 
Yeah, but he ain't young. He's actually older than me. Sure, go on. <laughs> yeah, it's just the size. You yeah, you, you can see he's trying to do math, but, you know, dwarven age and alcohol. <laughs> Definitely alcohol. So, the in another world, or maybe it was this one before he went to what was my world, um, he left a bride at the altar the night before. And she's sent us to go to, to retrieve. Yes. That makes sense. Great. Where is he? He well, was, like you said, an idiot. And he's um, underground, we think. Darkwater Cove, to be more precisely. Why would he know that? There's nothing there. I've seen it. He's a dumbass. Because he made a... a, a you he know, got tricked. Yeah. It's pointless. It's like a big uh, missing puzzle piece. Maze. It's like big maze. Do you know of a guy whose name was Guzman? Yeah, the champion at Crocodiles. Yeah, he's, he, he, she's now the champion. We killed him. Yeah, sees the championship. Cheers! <laughs> yeah, so... Realizes you're not drinking, right? Cheers. Cheers is himself. <laughs> so, Leslie Fourfingers, whatever name you know him by, was tricked by him to go looking to, for well, a It's treasure. only about tw 200, maybe 100 feet below us right now. I've, I've been in there myself. There's nothing to see. It's, uh... <sighs> It leads to, like, this way it stops, and this way it's... And then it goes to some big room. Uh, crystals, some lava. Nothing much. Uh, lantern. Lantern. Well, he doesn't actually have one. He's trying to convey that there's just a lantern in there. Mm -hmm. I thought there was supposed to be treasure, but it's just a lantern. So, I pull out one of my lanterns. An Because mm -hmm. I'm sure it mm -hmm. looks yeah. spectacular. Does it look like this or an ordinary lantern? No, fancier, much fancier. It's like gold inlaid, gems, swirly things. Hmm. If I can keep it, up with it. It your... doesn't even light right. It's just like all smoky. Could it be my dad? <laughs> Could it be my dad? <laughs> You do recall, as genie timed do take, they do need a receptacle, as common as it is for it to be a traditional lamp like you see in Aladdin. It can be various other things as like necklaces, jewelry, pocket watches, and oil lanterns. You have seen your father's receptacle before, mm -hmm. and you are pretty confident that what you saw matches what he's describing. Yeah. Well, that's daddy. Uh, there was a... Oh, how did he get down there? Because we've been here. There wasn't uh, a drow fella on the creepy one right there. And you, know, you saw that larger ship. Uh, he was talking to a blue man in a suit just about ten minutes ago before you got here. And he went down there too. Right. Wait. He... Uh... He had to do something with my dad a long time ago, and I 
Mm -hmm. Lost my notes a long time ago. Would you like to make a recall? I would, please. Recall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use one of my points. Sure. Again, I will. Well, that one was kind of cocked, so you should just oh. re-roll it. I mean, it completely got stuck here. <laughs> you, you know how sometimes they land, like, right on this? And yeah. it's, like, not even a number? Oh, you said recall? Yeah, so it will be right here. Your uh, 18 plus 14. 32? Yes. Yeah, um... Aaron tried for a very long time to actually get your father out of there because he wanted the control of him. He eventually, your mother is the one that let him out. Aaron is the one that retrapped him back inside. The reason why he was inside there in the first place is because of Aaron. So basically, Aaron tried to get him inside. Your mom is the one that fixed it. Dot, dot, dot. Aaron's fault. <laughs> yeah, so he must be going after him again. If... If you'd like, just uh, hold your breath for a minute. Uh, a couple of my co-workers can uh, basically consider it magical booze that it can help you breathe underwater. That you you drink, you go, like I said, about 200 feet right below dock right here, and you should see a large circular opening. It's, it's very simple. Everyone thinks it's so mysterious. It's, it's just a bunch of shit. Okay. Okay. Take, uh, just about five, ten minutes pass. You know, you can see a couple of them running around. Someone grabs the wrong shit, and he's like, that's just salt water! And then they have to run right back down, because all he did is, like, scoop some water out from, like, right next to you. Like, just ocean water. And then, <laughs> after the scrambling and drunkenness, uh, you're basically just presented with a, a very, like, end-of-water-boy Bobby Boucher-type <laughs> drink. Um, it's a, a little briny. You know, but it doesn't, you know, convey any sort of, like, fortitude, saving throw needed. Um, you don't sprout gills. It's nothing like that. Um, you do just feel an innate way to be able to breathe easily. Cool. Before we jump in the water, I'm going to drink medicine on myself. Sure. Oh, I'm going to help. Uh, 16 and 1 is 17. 17, so you did the same dice that Mercy did, which I... 23. Oh, you were actually only one off what I rolled for Mercy. <clears throat> she got 24 and you got 23. I'm back at Oh, that's all you needed. Yeah. Dude, easy enough. Yeah, that, uh, you, you just get, like, a couple of quick handshakes. Uh, it kind of slaps your championship belt a, a little bit. Uh, just dive right in. Yep. Like cannonball in. Sure. <laughs> uh, which one of you would like to basically lead, be in front? She's the champion. She yeah, can go sure. first. Sure. Okay. So make a perception check, Mercy. Let's see how easily we can get in here. Are you sure you want me to? Well, <laughs> you're leading, so yes. Ladies first. <laughs> the one time Felix is Dot Manners. <clears throat> yep, pretty much. <laughs> 
because his feet aren't on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Let me. It it it's a bit further than what uh, your dwarven ally was calculating. This seems to be more around like the two hundred and fifty, three hundred foot mark hmm. that you finally begin <clears throat> to see where Andor Thumb hmm. kind of like entaves on itself because you know it's just not fully flush. It kind of curves and curves into like a central peak on the bottom that you you can see uh kind of near like where uh it. Yeah, is that like its highest diagonal, you know, its highest slant, that there's literally just like almost like a crater-like shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, head to it. Yeah, just kind of directing Felix behind you, and you know, Felix can have your little lantern out just to assure that you have like some sort of light. Um, and you pretty quickly begin to see what he was referring to when it was very maze-like, because... You get about 20 feet in, you know, you just turn around to check on Felix. You, you know, continue swimming for maybe a minute, and you see immediately three different tunnels. There's one to your left, one to your right, and a central one. He, I think he did say that there was two of them that just were dead ends in the... Should we just go for the middle one? May as well. That's what... Eric would do. <laughs> yeah, Jen would do too. Yeah. Yeah, let's go right for the middle one. Great. So so you just continue swimming forward. Is there anything you'd like to do as you continue your way? Just keep my eyes open for like any traps or any werewolves, you know, just chilling out. Werewolves in the water. No. Sure, make a perception check for swimming werewolves. That's what I we're doing. That work. would be a piranha, wouldn't it? Is swimming werewolves the title there? <laughs> sure. No, I'm thinking of. I, mean, I I doubt that will never happen again. So swimming werewolves. Because I remember he said something about hearing water. Just I don't know. It just popped into my head just now. Oh no! I mean, it all actually adds up. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't really think he's swimming right now. No, okay. and so neither am I going to be looking for. <laughs> Great. So. Uh, you you do recall what the dwarf said with many dead ends and whatnot, um, whether it be a stroke of luck or re recalling the information that he gave, you get about uh, 50, maybe 60 feet forwards. It's not coming to a dead end at all. You are just seeing a kind of uh, V-shaped descending mound of earth that is causing the tunnel, the passage that you're swimming through, mm-hmm. the fork. So now you have a left and a right. Your turn. We kind of picked together last time. True. Okay. As um, One moment, Felix. As you're approaching this, because you are leading, um, you turn around to be like, hey, point. Uh... Due to the darkness of being underwater and it being nighttime, you don't actually see Felix behind you. No. I'm just going to spin around, just try to see him. Um, You are already doing that. You're looking behind you and you don't, you know, you don't see Felix. I come up from below to pop up right (laughs) in front of her face and go, boom! If you could, you would. Oh. Mercy, go back and swim probably 15, 20 feet. (laughs) And due to a pretty low perception check roll, you see Felix being boa constrictored from his ankles just about all the way up to his collarbone right now by this 
dark, shadowy, ebony, octopus, squid-like shape that is just wrapping all of its tentacles around Felix and dragging it down, dragging Felix down to it. Well... So you see it? It's a good, like, 50 feet embedded into the ocean floor, mm -hmm. and its tentacles are still that long that it's dragging Felix down. I'm gonna try swimming as fast as I can. As you swim as fast as you can, it drags Felix down about another 10, 15 feet towards it, so there's still, like, another 30, 40 feet that it has to drag Felix down to, and you can see this giant maw begin to open. It's like very predator-like with multiple mouths and just hundreds and hundreds of teeth extending out to Felix. Would I be able to throw my war axe at, in water? Sure. Oh, okay. I guess we can try. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that it, th this is basically like, you know, from, from you know, like the alien movies, you know, how it extends two, three mouths out. Mix that with an octopus pulling you down. What's 16 plus 19? 35? 35. Is that to hit? Yes. Just just barely. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and roll your damage. Well, it would actually be 2 because it's a uh, plus 2 max. So you, you get 2 d8s on that. Uh, 16. 16. <laughs> you, it's your first time actually like playing around with this thing and you realize it kind of has like a retractable chain at the end that you just kind of boomeranged it. It goes all the way around the tentacles and starts beelining, you know, and that boomerang-like effect back to you. Just is just shredding through these tentacles and you see just ink black ichor red blood begin to fill the entire chamber fields you are freed first of all and second of all you see as it is actually descending down lower it literally cries out bitch <laughs> <laughs> and you can see the impact and debris coming up well i mean i'd be mad too if my if i had tentacles and they got oh no you fully just annihilated that thing whoops Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where Felix was probably within 30 or so feet of being vored by a shadow alien squid. You get your lantern back out and swim ahead of Mercy, and you see this V. You know, it's like the what you would consider a ceiling. You know, it's very tunnel like drops and forks so you have a left or a right in front of you hmm. uh while he's like kind of guessing are mm -hmm. there any like bubbles indicating that there might be like a air um passageway or, or air bubbles yeah just... no, no perception check needed you're not seeing any bubbles okay. this seems to be full-on you know water from you know, earth floor mm -hmm. to ceiling. So since I am an animal. Sure. That's a fun way to start. And I'm familiar with Aaron. Yeah. Since I'm underwater, am I able to pick up his scent? 
Sure. Let's do a let's do a retall on that hmm. because you, you know you're trying to think back to him specifically. Let's just sure. Don't know what I typed there, but okay. Twenty nine. <laughs> Twenty nine. Um, as you're just kind of, you know, kind of, uh, what, what am I thinking of those like little like prairie dogs? You know, the, the real, yeah, the really like slender fucker. Yeah. You know, you kind of get that going as you're floating. <laughs> so you don't even have to drop on the floor. You're just kind of, and, uh, first of all, the, the right, the right hand side, it's very seaweedy, kelpy. You know, you're, you're not really feeling it on that side. Yeah. The, <laughs> However, <laughs> I just think of those cats that like have a hairball. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. A However, it's the left-hand side where you're picking up on something, but you don't think you know. Aaron's got that cheap cologne smell to him. Mm -hmm. This is more of a sweat mixed with bad booze scent. No, nope. be listen. <laughs> <laughs> There's the table wide hero point. <laughs> so, can I pick that scent up? Yep. Are you familiar with the YouTube short videos of the dog that jumps and twirls it? <laughs> I'm going to start twirling my tail yeah. and using yeah, that. Yeah, like Scooby forward. Doo, Mercy grabs the back of your tail to like propeller, you know, like a boat. <laughs> Yeah. And I'll say you pick up an extra five feet. You know, you get like a little speed buff. And as you're just, you know, kind of horizontally typhooning through, um, you're not met with like a need to pause. You don't have to, you know, completely halt your travel. You do, however, begin to see um, some figures in the water with you you see as you progress about uh 80 90 feet you know down this path it actually drops and you can see the ocean floor where you're at drops about 50 feet into almost like a dome like shape and you see tons of splintered wood empty treasure chests some old old leather boots some some you know maybe like diaries journals paper you know pieces of parchment just floating and you as you're just kind of scanning through there you see where it kind of curves up there seems to be three or four elven spectral figures just wide-eyed looking at you Jen hasn't had that many dark land sessions, so she hasn't seen a lot of the creepy shit that I throw at you. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped twirling my tail mm -hmm. and just let the motion propel me forward. Yeah. These three, four figures, it was like I said, they're all elves. You can see one of them seems to be a bit older. He's got that, like, uh, shaggy, flying Dutchman-type facial hair and one of those, like, hats that curves upwards with, like, a feather in it. Just unblinking, just wide-eyed staring, and the other three seem probably 20s, 30s, all with just cutlasses down, 
uh, on their left hand side, you can see the, uh, man, what's that, uh, the term for a sword casing sheath that they could be like dual wielding swords, but they all seem to just keep them there holding one down in the other and just slowly turn their heads as you swim above them. Welcome to... <laughs> well, it, it's up to you how close do you want to get because it's like as you're like sw swimming above them, they're just slowly watching. Why would you want to get close to them? <laughs> it's, it's up to Felix, whatever Felix would like to do. So we're above them, they're yeah. not... Yeah, you know, they're in that, you know, it's almost like a bowl. You're swimming above the bowl. I'm going to keep swimming because mm -hmm. there's like no acts of aggression. Yep. They shouldn't no. do anything. No, they seem to just be spectating, truthfully. Yeah. So we're just going to keep playing. I'm going to kick, start yeah. my tail again and go. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and I'm going to fart for extra yeah. protection. You, you can see Mercy's just kind of going up a little, stopping, going up a little, stopping to see how they react. And every now and then they do turn back to Mercy to see what she's doing. But as you're closer, you know, they kind of, it's like attention. Span-wise, it's like 80% on you, 20% on Mercy. And as you get to that point where you're getting above them, uh, Mercy, you see, instead of having to turn around, you see their heads just spin like an owl. Oh, great. <laughs> to just watch Felix continue his way. That's disgusting. And Felix, you look back to, you know, it's literally, their face is where the back of their head should be. You look down and see them, and then you see the rest of their bodies contort and spin, so they're all facing you again. That's like their faces were basically backwards, and then their bodies spinned Ugh. to match the rest of the Ugh. spine. Welcome to the Darklings. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh, you are. Yeah, this is kind of light compared to mm -hmm. the other shit that. Yeah, I just give them a quick salute. Yeah, you see mm. the the older one with all the. Facial hair that's just been like really wide eyed, just <laughs> just waves by. Keep punching me. Just keeps me. Mercy, what are you up to? I'm just following you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the guy that doesn't like much horror and shit is the one yeah. that's always stuck doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I, I I can't remember what it was. It was just something on YouTube when I was, you know, like writing up all this stuff. You know, I, I gotta be doing something creepy. I think I was watching like an old clip from Scream. And you know, Scream can get like fucking bloody. Jesus. Yeah. And like even just watching, you know, just like one of the kill scenes or whatever, I was like, oh, that sucks. Okay. Well, I keep typing. <laughs> I can't watch that movie. I haven't seen five or six. What movie are you gonna Scream. Scream. Yeah. Even if I watched it with all the lights on, I could do it. Yeah, I, I think it was Scream 2 or Scream 3 with all the glass. I don't even know if I saw yeah. that. Yeah, I got bored of those movies. <laughs> it was because my uncle always made me watch them constantly. Damien? Yeah. He's obsessed well, with Well, yeah, his Facebook was always full. Anyways, <laughs> off track. Holy crap. I hope you guys enjoyed a couple minute rant about the Scream franchise. Uh, <laughs> Mercy, pretty uninterested. You just want to continue on? Yep, I'm not dealing with that. Okay. Uh, Wait, Mercy's not dealing with something. Hey! Way to go, When Mercy. it comes to creepy stuff, no. 
Edward didn't let her watch any of it when she was. But she'll burn a family. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was. Oh, that was me. But are, what would you like to continue leading the charge? Just gonna keep on swimming. Keep, keep on swimming. swimming. Uh, let's have you do your retall with fortune because you succeeded on the first one. To just keep up on uh, Leslie's scent. Not twenty. Okay. I don't need your fortune, George. I'm too cool for you. Yeah, honey. <laughs> um, you, uh, you know, you you essentially mm-hmm. make your way over this boulder because you know it, it was like I said, it dips. Yeah, you know it's a natural twenty, um, and it actually begins to shoot upwards a bit. So that was about fifty feet down. You're going about thirty to thirty-five feet up, and it again turns into a left and right. So it's almost like a tube going forwards. And you can either take this tunnel that's to your immediate left or your immediate right. Via scent, you would guess it would be the right. However, there was kind of just a bit of that like seawatery papyrus type smell that you got from the ghost that you just met. You smell a little bit of that to your left. So it's up to you, whichever one you'd like to pursue. Follow dumbass or follow creepy? I'm gonna go with dumbass. You're following me. I'm gonna go yeah. with dumbass, is what you're here. We're underwater. <laughs> so I'm not the only dumbass you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look who you're following. Okay. Um. I'm gonna follow dumbass. Okay, you. Uh, continue to follow Leslie's scent. Is there anything you'd like to do along the way as you're swimming through, as you're just kind of surveying the tunnels? Um, just gonna start doing prayers here and there out to the sure. King. Um, sure, yeah. Uh, just because I'm getting a gut feeling. Yeah, you can roll your religion if you'd like. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, we did just gain a table wide hero point, so you can basically take a free reroll on that. Do you know how many points? Yeah. <laughs> how many are. Done? Well, hey! Pretty much, <laughs> it's the semi finale, man. You got hero points, so this is the time to use them. 31. 31. Yeah, so it's. it. I would say this would be easier from a narrative perspective to give you an idea of what mercy scene that it's like as you're swimming along you know you're just kind of muttering a little prayer and as you're seeing uh the bubbles you know come out of felix's mouth you know you, you can't hear them all that well we're, we're, we're underwater you're probably staying 10 15 feet back or so uh you begin to see the bubbles that are coming from felix uh as you see more and more of them they begin filling up with like little streaks of silver light hmm. Some are silver, some are like a dull gray. It seems like the more he's speaking, the more silver that they become. Not spectrally like the creepy ghosts that you guys saw. Um, This is more of just a simple audio voice in your head. What's troubling you? Why do you sound so strange? Underwater, so... Fun. Drink a special potion to be able to breathe. Certainly. Um, time is coming that an old foe, one that I'm not quite sure if I 
can defeat, even with help, that I'll be successfully able to defeat without losing everything that I care. Have you prepared justly? Do you know his weaknesses? Do you know his strengths to not play into them? Not in his current form. Like a shapeshifter? From the world I originally came from. Before I, I see. Was He's different now. Yes. So I do not know if the strengths and weaknesses are still the same, but I don't expect him to be weaker. He was very powerful then, and I expect him to still be now. Well, I would assume over time he would just grow in power, unfortunately. He gave the vibe of being more corrupt than ever. Here, let me get a feel, and you just see a giant hand descend from the top of the tunnel, and, you know, just kind of like, you know, it, it's like when you got your eyes closed and you're trying to look for something. Mm -hmm. You can see, feeling the top of it, feeling the bottom, you know, kind of finds you, your head is just like popping out, and he's like, oh, just past the top of your head, <laughs> like, oh, there you are, and then he's just like feeling around more. Who are these? You imagine his hand went too far down and he found the spectral figures? Um, deceased souls? I don't know. I just kept swimming because they wouldn't do anything to me. They seem weird. Um, you have no idea. What about this one? I think this can help. And you see him retrieve the shards of Zura out of Mercy's bag, and they're just floating in front of you. Yes, my ally entrapped himself in there to stop the evil entity, Zura, from Ugh. escaping. She's awful. Yes, but see, the ally that entrapped himself is... He seems hopeful. And he's hot as fuck. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, so... I will take your word for it. Oh, trust me. But, um, so... I'm down in the dumps that he's in there, but I appreciate what he's done. It's just... I want to destroy those evil crystals, but not kill him. I don't think... You can see he's almost fucking with it like one of those, like, uh, you know the Chinese finger traps? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not, that's not working, so he tries, like, twisting it around like a Rubik's Cube. That's not working. You know, he fully, like, pulls one of the crystals. Oh, oops. Just puts it back in. <laughs> How'd you do that? I couldn't do it. Are you a god? Well, no, but I just thought maybe uh, I missed something. No, I did the hunch. Um, if you want him out, he can be removed without dying. However... His company would likely come with. That's a sacrifice you two are willing to make. Then certainly, at some point in the near future, to help slay whomever, you likely could. Do you know whom the owner is? They could probably do it themselves. So... <laughs> The owner of the crystals? Yes. Whom discovered them? 
is the one we're Have we found? about to face. Right. Okay. Maybe talk to him. Or your friend. Maybe she can do it. She killed a family by burning them alive because of these crystals. But it's... I'll get back to you. It's just because of the evil entity in there that she did it. Because she, that entity is Maybe powerful. it's a compromise you two will have to make if you want him out. Except that she will probably come with or leave them both in. <laughs> Hence why I'm doing a lot of praying because we're in a pickle. Like I know I've prayed to you on a somewhat regular basis. Right. These are more help kinda. When you need it, I'll be there. You can trust me. Then you see a bunch of lanterns assemble in front of you into a dot dot smiley face. <laughs> and then fades away. You can do it, little fella. I believe in you. Even if you don't believe in you. I believe in you. I'm glad someone does. And at that point, uh, Mercy, you catch up with Felix. As she's coming towards me, I'm going to grab the shards. Mm -hmm. And start talking with What's up? Why are we underwater? We're going to Darkwater Cove. Isn't that the bad place? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. What's up with the dead guys? Uh, dead? I don't know. Okay. Lost souls that something killed, probably Aaron. Or mm, probably vampires. Cool. Uh, octopus. Octopus. The one you made into sushi? Huh? <laughs> hey, he was gonna eat you. She's got a point, you know, that's fair. If anybody's gonna eat me, it ain't no octopus. <laughs> well, from what it looked like. Um, Killian? Yeah. How screwed are we if we have you come out of the shards will she follow oh um yeah you're basically opening you're opening a door that you can't shut once you do it it's there you know and i'm pretty sure if 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 even we would explore that as possibility probably right here wouldn't be the place because I, i'll probably drown Mm, yes. So maybe, maybe when you're back on land. What are you? Did I hear what? Or did I? Yeah, you. <laughs> Felix, if you would like to clue in mercy, or I can. It's up to you. You can, because I'm contemplating. What Felix essentially tells you is, uh, the, the he had a good talk with the Lantern King. You know, he's pretty worried about Aaron, um, and essentially. Lantern King started messing around with your shards. Uh, at first, he treated them like one of those uh, Chinese finger traps. <laughs> and then he started spinning it. And, you know, like a Rubik's Cube, how people solve it really quickly. And one of the crystals actually came out. 
so he had to fix it and oh. put it back. <laughs> um, and that's when he essentially revealed to Felix that uh, the owner, whether that be you, whether that be Aaron, you know, there's kind of an in-between there of who actually is. Um, probably could un-entrap whomever is within, but it wouldn't be like a simple open the door, close the door. Yeah. It would be a door that you open but can't reach after you open it. Yeah. So you imagine one would follow the other upon mm -hmm. door being open. So how about we revisit this when you guys are on land and not in such a dire strait? I heard something about potions. They don't last forever. You guys figure this out. Don't drown. And we'll talk about it later. Okay. Just back into the crystals. They're glowing gold again. Put them in my pocket. Sure. Okay. Unless, Mercy, you would like yeah. to. Just uh, wind up my tail again and keep going swimming. No. Um, I have an idea, but I don't feel like sharing it right now. Okay. That's, that's fine. That's your fault. Are you good? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to keep swimming. Yep. Just keep swimming. <laughs> I would love to make it an episode <laughs> title, but I'm pretty sure there's some sort of trademark or something oh, out there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so, Felix, how about you do me a perception check? Just, you know, making sure everything is good and staying steady along the way. <clears throat> 16. 16. Um, yeah, you know, you're seeing a, a bit of like that kelpie seaweed stuff that, you know, maybe it was over here. You imagine it probably, you know, it's not, it's not just stagnant. You're underwater. It grows that it probably goes above and is kind of covering the side of the wall now. Uh -huh. So, you know, you're, you're not having any problems hitting any dead ends or anything. It's just you have kind of this like coral filled uh, half pipe. Is that like, you know, from skateboarding, the, the half pipe that they're always on? Sure. Yeah, I, I think that sounds right. Um, you know, and it, it was like I said, just kind of corally, just kind of kelpy. Um, but it seems to actually ascend upwards, almost like a, a ramp. I swear you can see a little bit of light or something. Um, I, I just swim towards the light. You begin just swimming upwards, like, wondering what is that? You know, you kind of stop for a second, just kind of float, you know, to try and see, you know, through the water surface. And it, it was like I said, it's like some sort of, like, torchlight or something. And you turn around to tell Mercy about it, and you see Mercy being dragged into the kelp. Of course I am. I go swimming to yeah. save her. You wind up your tail. You get about, you know, melee or so, you know, maybe 10 feet away. And you see not the same ones from previously. You see two or three uh, tiefling-like spectral figures, you know, horns and everything winding back and 
very old, very tossed pirate gear, you know, like with the tight belts and the vests and the jewelry, kind of Jack Sparrow type apparel. And you just see them like this cacophony of, of whispers at mercy of join us, join us, just trying to drag him, like pull her into the wall. You see as one is trying to like whisper into her ear that it like sheets out spiders from its mouth. That there's just hundreds of these tiny black spiders crawling all over Mercy. You can see the one that is like trapping her from her torso. His face just kind of begins melting like a sculpture. What would you like to do? I'm gonna yell, scream, help, help! Okay. Try to fight it. That was my idea. Yes, I see that. Um, how about you make me an athletics check and you make me an arcana check and we'll do this contested and see what we get. Oh, okay. You said athletics? Yeah. You said arcana? Yeah. 32. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Uh, 28. With a modifier of that, I'm not super worried. It's got all these fucking cool spooky traps and... Everything's just getting fucked over. That, uh, Felix, you, you basically, as you swim back, it's, it's not like these things were just, like, lying here waiting. It's more of almost motion-censored type of, hey, now we're awake. There must be life here. And you basically just let out like this little burst of like an arcane countermeasure. It's like a it's like a quick radius counterspell, and all of this, all these spiders and everything that Mercy thinks she's seen, just gone. You're gonna shudder and just like yeah, you, you were covered in hundreds uh, of you know those sweat. little black like cartoon yep. spiders just covered in it. A yep. guy's face was melting. Mm -hmm. I'm done with this place. Can we go home? <clears throat> You have no idea. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, I imagine the information that Jen conveyed to me, mm -hmm. Mercy was probably thinking. Mm -hmm. She was probably thinking this. That, yeah, as you're saying, I want to go home, and you just about swim forward. Much like Felix had recently, uh, you hear a old scraggly voice pop into your head really quick. It's about time you fucking get it. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, get it. Felix, you turn around and you just see like a outline. Like not colored in, almost like a coloring book. You just see an outline of a crow's head in front of Mercy with the beak opening. Um, yeah. Good. As Mercy's talking to her, I'm going to... Hold on, rat boy. I'm not done with her. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to let you talk to her. I'm just going to lay lanterns for a protective force. <laughs> sure. Go ahead. You, you can see as Felix just puts one here, puts one here. You can see the crow head just... That's all right. Me and him get along pretty okay. He's very loud, though. Yes. I don't think he does it on purpose. I think that's just like his tone of voice. I think that's just him. Yeah. Um, I just want everyone to be safe. That's it. How about you go save the world before you piss me off again? Okay. Got it? I will. You feel a little 
cheek kiss your forehead. Mm. The crow head fades. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felix, you go, what was it, like 30 feet away or so? Um, yeah. To essentially what you're seeing is this passage that you're in. It curves upwards, so there's water surface mm. about 10 feet above you, and you can see brightness like a torchlight from above. Yes, I'm gonna swim faster. Feel to you as well. So, just gradually swim. Yeah, so the, yeah, no tail necessary <laughs> this time. So the two of you see, you know, the surface finally, like, hey, there's gotta be some sort of land, something there. You both swim off, swim up and pop your heads and you can see, this is a pretty wide uh, circular like space. We're probably talking like 250 feet. It's very uh, oblong, like uh, ice hockey. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, how it's like just kind of like one big egg almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is just this display of like, it's just like a burst of nature. You can see to one end, there's like a little lava mound that just, like how a waterfall would, just continues to regenerate itself. There are these small, small, almost like diamond type structures that burst almost slow motion, pause in the air for like five seconds, reform, burst again, and reform. You can see clusters of obsidian. You can see what is probably stagnant, trapped in the wall, earth-like elementals, so, you know, very block Minecrafty, just kind of stuck and trapped in the wall. It's very, if you take every aspect of what makes Mercy an Orid and bring it to life, it's all sprawling around these walls. It, it's it's still quite quite dark, you know. There are torchlight can only give off so much, and then it goes to dim, and then you know that's when we start talking low light, dark vision type shit. That you know there are still tons of dark spots, and there's a ton of areas that you can see simply quite well as if it was daytime. Hmm. So we just kind of swim our way to. The surface, you know, yeah. put our hand, you know, it's like coming out of a swimming pool. And that's when you can, you know, begin to see a bit more and fill the room. And you see a familiar blue skinned suit wearing figure right. s- standing about dead center of, you know, this earthly bursting chamber holding a lantern, familiar lantern. And a few cages seemingly made out of full-on bone. This isn't like iron. This isn't a cell. These are like handmade bone cages. There's three of them. One of them containing a older-looking humanoid tortoise. You bitch. Bastard. One of them... Asshole. Containing a... One of them containing a human male, kind of long, messy brown hair. Mercy, you know the rest. Yep. And a a, uh, third cage that's split in the middle because both figures are so small. You see a puff of a child bugbear 
and to the right hand side to where it splits a pretty buff looking halfling oh <laughs> and that's where we will take a quick break it's the only one we're going to take today we're going to power through a lot of this and we'll see you all in just a second welcome back so we left off with felix and mercy Regathering themselves, standing upright, solid surface, about 50 feet ahead of you, you see Aaron, Aaron Tidebringer, holding, especially familiar to Mercy. Felix is probably putting the last couple puzzle pieces together now. Yeah, probably I'm here, I'm here holding the very lantern that your father resides in and just dangling in front of you. Oh, a little too late, are we? Just swinging it around. You see a beaten, bruised, cut up Orion just saying, I'm sorry. Only as like one eye open, you can see the swelling, you know, on the higher cheekbone, just trying to stay conscious. Is that your husband? Who's seen that? Killian. Yes. Gotta remember, there's a handful of people here that I've never met. In which there's an immediate response. Not out of Aaron, not out of Felix. You know an angel? Yes. Cool. Then it hits you. Felix has the shards. Yeah, forgot they did. Oh, right, yeah, you have the shards. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, you, you, you're you still kind of, you know, you, you imagine Mercy doesn't have to be in contact with them. It's more of a radius. Mm -hmm. Orion's at the other end. Yeah. How am I hearing him so, so clearly? Oh. <laughs> is he shouting or is he like... He seems... To just be speaking openly. So we're in the cave. Yep. It's a buckle in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be sorry. This is not your fault. This is all my fault for not protecting any of you. How about a trade? You know what I want. I have what you want. Would you be able to safely get our friend out before the trade? How, how about you give me the shards and I let you two live? Not without our friend who is in the shards as well. Or I release one of them of my choice. Just swings the lantern, kind of... Just going in a circle, spinning happily with it. What would happen if you broke the financial uh, mercy? I mean, I would be out, but so would my neighbor. Uh, give me another recall mercy. <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, oh shit, what was my number that I had? 14. I think that's what it was. 19. <laughs> Battle of the Wills! Yeah, right? 14 plus 14. 28. 28. Um, as you're just kind of, you know, pondering your options, you look down at Fila to look over at Orion. It, it kind of kind of hits you like a train. Um, yeah, Aaron's 99% sure responsible for trapping Zedarius in there. But it was your mother that got him mm -hmm. out the first time. Why didn't... Why is he still in there? Why didn't Aaron let him out yet? Aaron has always wanted the control of him. You can't let him out. You're pretty sure there's some sort of command that's needed. You can't let him out. <laughs> are, are you saying that to him? Yeah. Preposterous. Then try it. You wouldn't be this of a little asshole if you couldn't take him out. Shut up. Oh, so it's true. <laughs> As his attention is on mercy, mm -hmm. I'm going to slowly, I'm not going to mm -hmm. pop invisibility, mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Orion. Okay, I mean, it, it, it's a pretty long walk, so keep and that in mind. Taking my time, you know. Sure. Uh, make a perception check along your way. Uh, as he's like... Can I do this? Oh, sure. <laughs> One person at a time, there's no. a lot going on. <laughs> 24. 24. Yeah, you are beginning to notice you maybe only get all of 25 feet away from Mercy. You know, there's all these spots where there is light, and then there's none. You know, it's very dim, and that's where, you know, like I said, that whole, like, dark vision kind of debate would start coming into play. You're beginning to realize when you're getting on the cusp of where uh, the dim light would dissipate and it would be dark, you see a couple of figures back sturdy against the wall not moving just moving their eyes noticing you then you see the figure next to him kind of tap the wall and you look about 50 feet ahead and you see another group of figures back steady against the wall nodding at them there seems to be groups widespread of figures in all of these various dark spots. You're confident Aaron is not alone and has way more than just a couple of whomever or whatever these things are around. I move back towards Mercy. Why do you want him so bad? I don't believe that's your fucking business. Well, I think it is since he's my dad. And you can't get him out yourself, so... I can if I want to. You would have done it already. Which one of you has the shards of Zura? And which one of you wants this? What's it to you? What would happen if the shards just became useless? I can play this game, too. You see him retract back to the cages, open the one that Orion is in, and just drag his body. 
Now are we starting to understand each other? Like I said, my question was, how can we safely get my husband out of <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> when I trade you this for those shards, I will happily extract whomever you wish and give you whomever from my various little homes. Pointing at the cages. Be a businessman and shake on it. Or, because um, I'm in the position of power here, pulls out a cutlass and holds it to Orion's neck. Uh, I'm done playing games, especially with you. You don't give me the shards in ten seconds, I slit his throat. Ten. I'm gonna call... Nine! Upon, uh... Eight. The bitch lady. Zura or Andaletta? Azura. Andaletta sure. is not a, to me sure. she's not a bitch. I would okay. Uh you see like killing like back away, like okay, I'll go over here. <laughs> I've missed you. Can he hear us and I'll like just point wherever Killian is? And I've heard you speaking with him. What he says to you, I also hear. Can you make it possible not to, for him not to hear us? Or is that just a no-go? Of course I can. Make it happen. Okay. Why does asshole want you so bad? You mean why does my lover want to make physical contact with me? Oh god, right, I forgot. Ugh. As much as I despise just about everybody within here, I have to admit, he is making some good points. Your friend is very gung-ho, and he has no right to be. He has all of the cards. Out of a 52 deck, he has 50 of the cards. Maybe you have one, and maybe he has one. And he speaks as if he has 30. Do you want to make a deal? I happily will with you. He thinks he can kill anything in sight and that he's very sneaky. Everyone sees what he's doing. This place here, here, here is full of famed barons. There is probably 25 vampires around here that all know you're here because he was trying to sneak away. You need to keep a leash on him. This place is full of power, buddy. You just you, you just said one word. That's why I'm. <laughs> Can you kill him and keep my family and friends safe? Kill whom? Fish, dude. My lover. Yes. No, I want to be with him. Why would I kill him? Are you people stupid? Because I can free you. If you just and him. he can free me. Oh, he's not going to have you. How did you come to that conclusion? Do you two not realize we have everything? You two can die here and Obviously now. Obviously not, since you're with me. And I can stay this way. 
Either way, you're still surrounded by vampires, dear. want my family and friends to be safe and out. Then do the responsible thing. Take the shards away from the sewage. Points over at Felix. <laughs> the nicest thing she said to me. Honestly, it might be. <laughs> she didn't curse. True. She didn't curse. So, True. put a little tally mark. <laughs> One against a thousand. Poor Eric. <laughs> It's called sewage and has to take it as a compliment. <laughs> Can't wait to deal with some other people. <laughs> don't Where's... you want your friend? Don't you want your family members? Where's the, where are the charge on you right now? In the left pocket. I'm going to attempt to take them. You what? You I'm going to attempt you... to take them. Uh, you can just ask Felix for them. No, I'm, have... I'm going to try like just grabbing it. Just... Okay, well, yeah. You reach your well, arm I in. I wasn't sure but... if he would... The, ask Felix. Don't look at me. Okay. I'm more concerned about someone else and others than what you're doing. You look to Felix, look to Zura, and you know, finally make some eye contact with Aaron, who, arrogant as ever, just drags a little bit of the cutlass. You can see just that little, little pigment of blood just a, from Orion. I want him dead. That's all I want. Him dead. And my friends and family safe. I'm sure I can reason with him for the... For... Shut up! For the... <laughs> yeah. Felix knows exactly what's going yep. on. You see that familiar, like a bad VHS tape. Killian and just in the background. Yeah, and there's just a rush of... And he is like nose to nose with you. Give him the shards! No. You're saying no to giving Aaron the shards? I can't give Because that's what Killian is pleading right now. Wait, Killian wants her to give him mm -hmm. the shards. That's what just rushed to Mercy is Killian retaking control of the shards and screaming at Mercy. Then what about you? What would happen to you? You need to get out. We'll figure that out. Maybe give him the shards. As soon as I say mm -hmm. that in my head, a silent conversation with the Rackham came. Mercy, do we have a decision yet? Because we've been sitting here for yes. minutes and you're still not doing nothing yet. Because I don't want to give it to him. Felix looks over at Mercy and just says, it will be okay. We'll get Listen to Felix. This. I'll give him the crystals. You see that, you know, little visage of Killian fade? 
Mercy just kind of looks down at you. There's a big sigh. Start taking your first steps. You, you can see Aaron taking the blade away. Holding, you know, like his arm is fully out. If anything, you could grab the lantern before he would even have the shards. Mm -hmm. If anything, he's pleading to you to take it. Take your first few steps. You know, you start looking around and, you know, you're seeing, you know, like this lava fall. And you remember the lava fall on your arm. You're seeing all these crystals. You remember all of your geodes and everything. You get about 10 feet away. You have an arrangement. Okay. I'll give him the shards. You give me these, I give you this. Good girl. You made a very good decision today, Mercy. I never said I'd let him live. And you see him just drag the cutlass across Orion's neck. Oh my god. Good decision. And you see, similar to the Lantern King, he starts disassembling these shards. And you can still see Killian, like, almost like banging on glass to let me out. And you see the ceiling fill with red. You see, one second. We are very gung-ho. Can you blame us? Yeah. <laughs> You see, as the blood begins to drip from the cave ceiling, this massive shadow of just black wings appearing against the torchlight. Black horned, vampiric woman rising. I told you I was real, Mercy. You did a very good thing. Now all of you stop staring, and you see as she waves her hands, Felix, the figures that you saw, all of the vampires guiding the room, you see all of their heads turning sideways. You see their spines rising out of them, that with a wave of the hand you see, like dominoes, about 25 vampires just dropping, one after another. You can see collapsing to the ground, bleeding from their eyes, jagged black spikes rising out of their chests. Now, if I, one moment, and you see she is looking past your shoulder, Felix. She was about to speak to you, but it's like she's looking behind you. Is there anything you'd like to do? Do I notice what she's looking past me? Uh, yeah, make a recall. If you would like. A recall or a perception. At this point, I'm just holding on to Orion. So either perception or recall. Yeah, yeah, whichever one you like. Both would apply here. Is this the same number or is that my lore? Uh, for which one? Um, recall. Um, check your lore. So that's a favorite number. <laughs> 29. Yeah. 29. It's a semi-finale. You mean bigger by one. You mean 30? Did I hear 30? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought I heard. Um yeah, like she fully was starting a sentence, was directing it at you because she did call you sewage. She you're pretty confident she hates you more than she hates me. 
<laughs> yeah, typical, right? Um, and it's like, what would dis- distract her of like of all things? You know, it's not you. And as you're just kind of like, you know, you're even throwing your hands up like, what, bitch? <laughs> um, there's like splashing behind you. You know how you came up from that surface? Um, that's when you, Mercy, you, you're hearing it, but you're a little like slow on the draw because mm-hmm. Felix was on it right away. There are tons of figures rising out of the water that you guys came from, rushing towards pretty much everything around you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, these figures of all various different races, shapes, sizes. Uh, you see a large black furred panther like knight go rushing past you, Mercy. Uh, you see flanking him is this messy haired halfling. Uh, and like priest robes, um, going around Felix is this female kobold, but she's surrounded by like star silhouetted celestial dogs of all different <laughs> sizes and colors. This enormous pot, like a ceramic jar that sprouted arms and legs, uh, just goes running, uh, the picture of him running. Yep. <laughs> With him is a goblin that is just like covered in daggers and is doing backflips all over and is like parkouring up where it curves. Um, and uh, as you see all of them just kind of conveying, there's this long sigh coming from Zura of, well, I should have known, Shantai. And you? And, you know, she's facing you guys, and it's like she's talking to nothing, but she's looking over her shoulder, and you guys see sprouting from the shadows behind her um, two additional figures um, that were descending when you were looking at the feigned barons. Uh, first one you see, one of them just decked in leathers, with this kind of wide-brimmed uh, pilgrim-like hat that seems to be, which I can actually share this to Jen now. So in a little bit, Jen, I'm going to have you play something mm-hmm. off of your phone that I'm sharing to you. Okay. I think, I think it just, did we hear the vibrate? Uh, yeah. This wide-brimmed pilgrim-type hat with just like a bunch of poisons bullets and ammunition forcefully putting the barrel of a pistol against her temple like the gun is making contact with her head and you see flanking him on the other side of her there is this growling this animalistic primal hunger and step by step you see a dark gray werewolf (laughs) (laughs) you know that's upright you know this isn't like walking on all fours this is like a full-on like warden from world of warcraft eric has many words going through his head i clearly have overstayed my welcome haven't i just looking at the two of you still with gun barrel to her head For the curse breakers, you fucking idiot. 
She says this to Aaron, the shards of Zura. And for the rest of you, and shoves Aaron to the center of the room and you see black particles swirl around her and they all just dissipate into this black mound as she dissipates from sight. See Aaron just grabbing at like essentially black powder, black ashes just falling through his fingers as Zura dissipates. There's still the two of you and five or six others all surrounding Aaron Tidebringer. No vampires in sight. Uh, this pilgrim hat-wearing fellow seems to be holding the shards that you see are now dull. Not red, not golden. Mercy, you see a familiar haloed figure lighting candles around mm -hmm. You and Orion, you can see more halos begin circling around. There seems to be some sort of ceremony, some sort of ritual taking place. I'm just... What would we like to address first? You go first. I'm going to stand guard over Mercy and Orion's body as Killian and others are doing this ceremony. Yeah. Uh, as the ceremony is taking place, you can see the large pot. You know, this thing is like massive in size. Literally just grabs all of Aaron's being and takes him over to this Black Panther-like knight being like, yeah, I th yeah, he's definitely the right one. Okay. And just shoves a, what looks to be like a traditional, like, lance, like a knight would use, into his stomach. You see now that Zura is no longer there. There is multiple gunshots of fire. Blade attacks. Some spells being casted by uh, this kobold-like figure. And probably an amount being eaten by the dark gray werewolf. Any... Last actions you guys would like to take against a dying, being ripped apart, Aaron Tidebringer. Karma's a bitch, ain't it, Aaron? Just screaming, no, you can't do this, is still trying to reach for those black particles, which is likely just a component she used to teleport away. I'm going to use level five. Oh, so your biggest possible My spell. biggest possible one. I'm just going to blow him to smithereens. Mercy. Can I go up to him? Yeah. You can see he's literally getting his, like, from below his right knee to foot being chewed on. You can see he's already taken a couple of bullets mm -hmm. to the chest. Like, whoever this five, six people are... They came here with purpose and are just decimating this guy. I'm going to get really close to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, obviously, like, shaky voice crying. I'm just going to tell him, you deserve this. And I'm going to put my javelin up to his throat. Yeah. Put it in as deep as I can. And then just very, very slowly... Start cutting his neck open. Yeah. 
You see, he was about to speak. He was about to say something, but so, and it was like I said, th this is spells being casted on him. He's taking gunshots within a matter of moments. You imagine from all of these wounds, all this damage that Mercy probably got that very last killing blow. As you turn back, you see dice and cards begin to circle around hmm. Orion, and there is this very fast, very quick explosion of full white and golden light, and you see as the light dissipates, there's like celestial doves flying out. There's halos spinning around like frisbees around the entire chamber, and you know, I imagine you stayed with, so... Mercy, you come rushing over and you see that long gouge just kind of in like one second, it like almost slurps and gets sucked into itself. And there's an immediate burst from Orion that all like the swelling he had, all these bruises, all these cuts, it's almost like they just regenerated. They rejuvenated themselves. Mm. See, Killing kind of dropped to a knee really quick and Ooh, I haven't done that one before. That was good. Is your husband alive? <laughs> Hmm. You're gonna make me cry. You see, Edward, you never told me you guys finally <laughs> got married. Oh my god. This is great. Who is this one? I I'm like this one. You see Killian forcefully now had to like jet up a bit, so he's just kind of fluttering. Oh. That one is the good one. I'm gonna hug Orion and just like whisper to him, you're back. Yeah, there's a very slow kiss on the cheek. I've missed you too. Very quick movement. I like the gun guy. Oh my god. <laughs> As you see Zungo charging up to this figure with this wide pilgrim type hat. And you actually see him approach you. Thank you. Would you like to press play on what I sent you? And please turn your phone up as loud as you can. Hello, I am the curse breaker. Saw so you're grateful. Who are you? <laughs> Is that right? Marcy. This is Beetle Swift Claw, our friend, Navy. He's a pot. His name is Larden. <laughs> He's a great guy, but yes, he has a pot, but he has a name. It is Larden. This, with all the dogs, is Valkyrie, and I think the dad of the group, um, Easton, would like to have a word with your significant other. We, we lead people against Cassius, breaking curses, killing vampires, everything in between. He was the next one on our shit list. It looks like you guys beat us to it. So good on you guys. Um, so yeah, let, um, he looks way scarier than he is. Let Easton, we all look to him as a father figure. Let him talk to Orion, was it? Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, Beetle, he's the, he's the cat wearing armor. I think he wants to have a word with you. 
I'm just gonna look at Orion, like hesitate a little bit. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't want to leave. Just walk away. Yeah. Okay. No, go. I'm gonna hang out with uh, I I I like this one. Okay. Now go to. Did I die? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you died, but I got you. It's okay. <laughs> How'd you know where he was? The fish dude? Yeah. The idiot over there kind of led us there. And we... Yeah, we've heard of him too, but we wanted him. But hmm. And then it's, it's interesting he yeah. beat us here. Not a lot of people know about her either. We had to have our cleric, Navian, cast a spell on us so we could breathe underwater. We didn't know how to navigate the the maze. And you two still got here before all of us. Hmm. Do you like killing vampires by any chance? Uh, you know what I'm doing. <clears throat> sure. Do you like it here, the Darklands? Do you like the, the sun? That's coming back. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, do you have any, like, military type experience? Any? No, have but I've been, been interested? traveling for a bit, killing people. Huh. Uh, let me wear words out. <laughs> <laughs> Bad people. I think I know a few people who can teach you a few things. Maybe you and whoever else should. Maybe you should stick around. I I guess you could say we have a bit of an army here, and I think we could see some value in here. Let me get back to you for that. You see this little kobold walk up to her. He was here. He was really here. I can feel it. And you see the... Uh, okay. Sawyer, because he introduced himself, I don't have to keep on saying Pilgrim Hat Guy, just kind of like pattern, like, no, I can tell. What was he doing here? Who? I have a friend who I thought has been dead for a very long time. Every direction is pointing to leading that it was a lie, but I can tell he was here. He he's like that one. And you see, she points at Killian. Hmm. Um. Yes, for the offer. For Beetle. Is that a rat man? Oh, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. You see, she just kind of walks off with Valkyrie. You, I imagine, go to revisit Orion. Yes. He, he, there seems to, in general, be this passive aura surrounding Killian that is just kind of bringing him back to health. Orion, that is. Mm -hmm. And you see that uh, that large werewolf kind of shrink in size. You see all the fur, you know, the animalistic-like limbs become more humanoid flesh. You imagine, you've seen this out of Orion a lot. He's dropping into his mm -hmm. humanoid form. Doesn't really acknowledge you. 
walks right past and just looks at Orion. You okay? See, he's just kind of nodding his head because he fully just died. Yes, Killian is helping, but he fully just died. Good. Uh, it's a heck of a trip. You see him just looking back. You got an, an alpha young man? You see Orion just confused, nodding no, looks at you. Got an old man? No. You see, like, he just fully doesn't know what to do. And that's the missus? Looks at you. Just gonna nod. Why don't you and the rat come with us? Where? I have a little place in a up-and-coming city you might have heard of. It's called Mid-March. Let's bring you two up to speed, get you healed up, and we'll work this out. Do we... I am pro-human? Do we have to bring the little muscle man? No, we're he belongs to someone else. Good. I don't like him. Come on. I'm not the only one. Come on, we still have water breathing. Navian, can you? Hello. Hey. I am Navian. I'm Mercy. This Are is Ryan. we friends now? Uh Yeah. Great. You feel that same, from the ale you drink, you feel that same breath of rejuvenation. Erica Speedos. Hello. Hello. I am Navian. Nice to meet you. Friend of your friend. Yes. Now are we allies? Yes. Great. Boop. Just boop. You, feel, <laughs> yeah. you see this wide-eyed, like, you know, that messy-haired one? Great. Let's continue. <clears throat> Just drops into the water. Fuck it. I jump in. I just look over to Ryan. Are you getting doggy paddle through that thing? Don't make fun of me. I just died. <laughs> I'm just going to give him a quick peck. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to crossplay. Sure. The beetle hears yeah. Ryan say that he just died. He mm -hmm. just smirks. Sure. He just smirks. Yeah. So you just see this grin out of this guy that you think invited you to an army? I like that one too. We're all very good. Come on, Zoom. Just grabs little Zoom. Everyone ready to breathe. Good. And into the he water you all so go. Robotic. He <laughs> if only you know what? And we will cut it there so Eric can catch up Mercy. Where next week you guys can hear the aftermath and finale of the crossover episode. A ton of NPCs, a ton of emotions. You guys okay? You guys good? What brain cell are you asking? Yeah, yeah we, we, we got some waterworks going here table-wide. And we will see all of you next week for the epilogue. The finale of 
everything we've been through in the past two years with you guys. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Yes. That was How do you think song. I feel?